in the room part of roll tide pods disrupt the media and it is great to have ryan anderson and jake coker i'm mick gillespie as we talk alabama texas a&m and whatever else comes up but uh fellas good to see you guys glad to be here man (laughs) well let's get into it uh, right off the bat a huge test for alabama you guys have been to college station uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Jake, and then and then you, Ryan. But your experience playing down in Texas at College Station, Kyle Field down there. Oh yeah, no, it's the the loudest place I ever played. Uh, I know LSU's loud, but I've never been to a place where when they are at, at max volume, you can't hear. I've never been to a place where you cannot hear anything going on. I mean, your your ears are like maxed out. Eardrums are just blown out you can't hear a word somebody right here can't hear them and it's it's just the wildest to me the fans are the nicest you could ever imagine mm-hmm. which is really wow. weird because you know, everywhere <laughs> else you go in the sec you're getting fingers and and you know kiss my ass and a lot more <laughs> but they're doing get like doing this at you it's calling you tiger bait yeah, that's right Barking, at, barking you. at you, yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah. man. I've been to all those places. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that place is is, and I was there two years ago when we got beat, and it was the same same type volume. It was just, I mean, it's the craziest atmosphere you can go to. It's loud. It's definitely loud. What do you think LSU or A and M? I'm gonna say LSU, but I ain't played at LSU, LSU in the daytime either. I played, we played there like daytime, and it was still 2014, loud. I remember when it was loud. Yeah, it was loud. You know, that's the game. When we played in 2014, they are saying the the F coach Saban, that's when Dixieland Delight got a uh, man from Tuscaloosa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we bowed down to the uh, to the, to the mob. Yeah, I wasn't for that. Yeah, I wasn't either. That was, to me, I don't know if you thought it was as cool as I did, but, man, when that fourth quarter – rolled around and you're beating the shit out of somebody and Dixieland delight came on and the starters were out and the twos were in and you were free. You know, I mean, it was just icing on the cake to a win. Send you into Sunday for stretch and stride, man. It was the best, was best experience ever on Saturday. No doubt. Man. How about Tennessee trying to take that last year? Do you remember they played that after they beat us? No. And does it surprise you? No. <laughs> I turned the TV out. I was so damn hurt. <laughs> I couldn't hear what they played. <laughs> when that interception got called back, I was like, ah, this is, I mean, uh, this is garbage. I, I'll be honest, man. It changed my perspective on gambling that game. Well, you so, thought, well, you think the refs had a little play in it? I don't know. That interception, it was a lot of weird plays. In well, there. We lost multiple, LSU. It was different. There but were it multiple was, flags. It was a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. They they'd call a flag after the play was over, on them. They gave him another play, the the hit on Bryce, which is a penalty. We get a book on that. Oh, you can't do this, 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 and this, but you could in that game. And then that interception would have covered the spread. And then all of a sudden, thirty got you know Kool Aid's thirty yards down the field, and they're throwing a flag. I that just changed my perspective yeah. on. So you're saying that referee would have been buried in a. In a Nevada desert, <laughs> Tennessee not covered. You know what, man? I just, I'm just saying that I, I don't know. Uh, to this day, I just, I just don't know. Like I, I don't have any proof, but I just have watched uh, thousands of games. I mean, yeah. think about how many games we've watched, and and I've been watching football games for a long time. I don't know if I've ever felt like that after a football game. You just felt like you were robbed. I felt yeah. yeah, and I was talking to one of my buddies who who was on work for the Mets at the time, and he was telling me that they were all coming back, and you know people had wagered on it, and everybody on that plane felt the same way I did, and they had no dog in the fight. It wasn't like me sitting here as an Alabama guy. I'm pretty objective, even though I I do love Alabama, but I mean like if we we lose, that's the first time I've ever felt like that. No. Well, have you ever seen that documentary on uh, is it Tim Donaghy? I remember living that, and and I mean, I, I'll tell you what, there was a game that Kobe played against him. Well, with him refereeing against um, uh, Sacramento, and and game six of that was the worst referee game I ever saw. Wow. Well, you know, it's I could see him getting away with it in regular season games, baseball, basketball. Where there's a ton of games, 
and nobody really pays attention, but college football is pretty tough because every game means so much, you know. But I'd say after what I've – I've never heard of anybody in college football gambling or, or having a – playing a part in that. And, uh, you know, if you did, why would you ever come out with that? But uh, now that you say that, you know, that Tennessee game was a little bit – It's just weird, man. Skeptical. Yeah, it was sick. I'm with you on that, Nick. Well, well, yeah, and look, I, I was called crazy. And then the baseball coach vindicated me. What, did he know Pete Rose or something? He got kicked out of Alabama oh, for gambling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is it's yeah. what I was saying wasn't that I know anything or I don't know anything. I'm just saying something just didn't feel right. It's going on. With, 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 with that particular game. And then you see I the baseball coach. I about that. The baseball coach yeah. goes out and he, you know, he's fired for being involved in something. And then the whole team in at Iowa State. And, you know, there's a lot of money out there. And you, I just think, like, when when – Dennis, I think it was Dennis Dodd did a story and he was like, the FBI, you know, they, they, there's a certain amount of games that they, um, they flag each week. Yeah. And that game to me just felt like I would have flagged it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No doubt. I didn't feel like that any of the Iron Bowls. I didn't feel like that. Oh, that's that's we, not all you're saying, but yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But I'm just, you know what? I mean, we're we haven't even started talking about aliens yet. <laughs> but all right, so Saturday, going. I didn't feel like that when we lost to Texas A&M down there two years ago. Uh, or the loss to LSU, or any of the losses I've ever been a part of. But that particular game just kind of made me just shake my head. Well, it's just crazy flags, you know. I mean, some of these games, I mean, again, we last time you were here, we talked about quarterbacks. Quarterback play, usually when Alabama loses, is based on the opponent's quarterback play. Right. I mean, Stephen Garcia, the, uh, the backup at A&M when they beat us two years ago, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I mean – you know, that's usually the, the common factor in us losing. Tennessee uh, Tennessee quarterback last year was phenomenal. But, yeah, he was. But, again, to me, that was one of those gray area wins where – So weird. Yeah. This Saturday, though, it's going to be one of those games for Alabama where, you know, if it, it almost feels like it's, it's Nick Saban against Jimbo. Like, it doesn't even feel like it's Alabama against Texas A&M. It really feels like this is Nick Saban against Jimbo. Jimbo made it that way. Jimbo made it that way. No offense to, to your first. <laughs> you know, hey, I no, told you that Ryan, story at lunch. You, I told you, you that story at lunch. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. But Let's Jimbo it. made it that way, though. So, you know, that that's just what he got to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I told Ryan a story at lunch about one of my first practices at Florida State. And uh, – <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, this is like day two, and everybody everybody that I've played with at Florida State gives me shit about this story, you know, <laughs> to this day. And uh, I fumble a snap, and I pick the ball back up, and I'm like, Ricky Bobby, you know, he's yelling at me, cussing me, and I'm holding this ball up, and I have no idea what to do with it. You know, I'm just like – I'm looking at him and I'm shocked at the amount of cuss words at volume he's putting out there. <laughs> and I'm just like, what in the hell is, I mean, you know, in my head and he's cussing me, telling me to go back to mobile. I mean, just everything he's got. And I'm holding this ball like this. And he looks at me like, I mean, you know, like I'm a dumbass. you know, just, what are you doing? Say something, do something. And he slaps that ball out of my hand and kicks it across the field. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me, he goes, he goes, I can pick up that ball and get your effing ass off this field. <laughs> you might as well take your ass back to Mobile. <laughs> this is like day three. I don't yeah. know shit about anything. I mean, I mean, I don't even know where everybody's running. I'm just throwing the ball at somebody that looks like they're open. Uh, is that football? I mean, is that what, what you guys deal with all the time? We just watch you on Saturday, I, normally with beer. I feel like especially <laughs> young players, like a lot of the coaches, they, they make that a point. Like when you, you got guys coming out of high school and fresh into that environment, it's just like a 
Like, welcome to college football moment. I feel like a lot of coaches go out of their way to have with certain players. You feel me? I mean, yeah. Especially like a quarterback. You want to see how hard you can coach this dude. You want to see. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely get it. But when it ain't true, it's some funny shit, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimbo used to tell me, he's like, he's like, you know, this took me a few years, but he'd cuss me so much. I mean, in front of everybody, just tear my ass down. And I would get so angry that I just, I didn't care. You know, it's like that story I told you about the Ole Miss game. I didn't care. You know, I threw where I thought the ball needed to go. And if if a coach said something, you know, I was giving them both fingers. I didn't care. Whatever. Because, you know, he'd be like, well, you, you know, you, you play better when you're mad. And, and, uh, and so he just cussed me till I got pissed off and I didn't care about what he said anymore. And so I, he lived up to that standard every day. All right, let's piss Jake off. So he practices better. Getting the best so, out of you. So he cussed my ass every day till I got pissed. And I was like, man, this has got to stop. <laughs> you got to have thick skin though. Got to, especially playing that quarterback position. Oh man. I tell you what, well, I'll t- I tell you this though. It, it gets you conditioned to where that stuff doesn't bother you. And you just got to realize, I mean, like what I'm doing now, I mean, people get upset, they get emotional, say things. And you just got to realize, I mean, it's, you got to take like Terry and Arnold said this week, Yeah, listen to what they're saying, not how they're saying it. And, right. And understand, you know, I mean, this, this can be resolved. You just got to, you know, approach it in a calm manner. Yeah. Take I, th- care of it. I thought Terry and Arnold uh, was awesome. I loved I loved his press conference. I just liked everything about it. He just could come in here and do the show. Well, he could come in here and do the show with us. I mean, like he just he he was funny. He was comfortable. He was like I thought it was somebody else, and then (laughs) oh, it's me. (laughs) He he wore that the way that you want guys on your team to wear. Getting getting the angry Saban. He appreciated angry Saban. We've been saying that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd see Coach Saban ripping a headset apart and I'd be headed back to the sideline and be like, man, please let it be lame. Please. Let it be lame. <laughs> 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 Ryan, did you ever catch angry Saban or did uh, he ever catch you? Oh yeah, Mick. I was in the dog house for three years. <laughs> <laughs> I saw too much of him. He saw a lot of angry saving. Oh my god. <laughs> it got to a point where I was like that too. I remember I was coming in one day, like the day before I was like laid out to practice. I won the last one. And like he just lit off into me, like made me run, like just made an example out of me. It's my freshman year. So the next day I'm running in. I'm, I'm like threading the needle again, but it's all Americans behind me. Like D Milner, Damian, all captains, like four or five of them behind me. So I make it in and he losing it when I get on like the turf. And he look over there and see who was walking in. He never said nothing to D. So when he seen it was D, he kind of just like calmed down. And I looked at him and started laughing. So when I'm jogging down <laughs> and walk through, I feel something. Like, you know, I'm like, somebody, he jogging behind me. And I look, he lose it. I'm funny to you. Like he, just lose he just loses. So the whole walkthrough, he just he just going in. I'm, 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 I just want to know what's so funny to you. I'm funny. I'm a joke. So I start laughing. He chased me the whole floor. <laughs> you know what? Go get in the box. <laughs> so the box on the side. Like stupid. <laughs> like crazy. He chased me down like the you know we'll do like the defense, like the front oh, and the yeah. back and flip. Like, I'm run like I just felt them. <laughs> what are you? Like, oh shit. You're just breathing down your yeah. <laughs> When did you win Saban over? I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> along the line. Yeah, somewhere right. along the line. Yeah, I think somewhere it was like it was Coach Saban was like Damn, we gotta play this guy. <laughs> we found like a little mutual understanding. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, man. We talked about it on on Monday's show. Is uh, I missed Angry Saban. They, I said they picked him up in Gordo on the way to yeah. Mississippi State, and I missed him. He was hitchhiking out there. Yeah, he's been too nice lately. I enjoyed it. And I, I feel like it's a point for him too. Like with all this NIL stuff and like the transfer portal, like where he had to like switch his style, he, he's trying to figure out 
Mm-hmm. Like, I can't – he probably can't do, you know, what Jimbo Nim was doing back then to guys like they did the coach. They're, they're high-tailing. Yeah. So I feel like now he just getting in that position where he's like, I'm comfortable with it. And, like, you're going to be here, you're going to be. If you're not, you're not, you know. So I yeah. feel like that's been, like, the biggest thing. Like, well, he's he's at, his, at a point in his career. I mean, Coach Saban's the best of all time. You know, I mean, kids – this this – I'll tell you what drove me crazy. The the most crazy out of all this is kids taking five grand for a visit. I don't know how I heard that about is, that, but I mean, if that's the case, I mean, shit, I was so excited just to get a letter from Alabama. Right. Imagine, right. Get $5,000 five grand just right. for a visit. I used to like the burger and the moles they had. You know, I'm get some of that barbecue. <laughs> Five thousand. <laughs> I'd probably be at school. <laughs> I probably went on committed. <laughs> Going up here for the dreamland already. <laughs> it's a different world right yeah, now. It is. It is a different world, and 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 you know, how do you? I'm wondering, like, you go from high school to a guy like Nick Saban and, and he developed both of you guys into not just great football players, but also great professionals, right? You need like Mike Johnson tells me about, I wouldn't have half the success I had if it wasn't for Nick Saban, right? How many of those guys now are you going to go get from another college transfer in? And it's more of like a professional thing. Like, Hey, just go out there and do this. Like instead of getting the real coaching, that's not just about football, but, about life that you you start out as a you know i mean for you you went to texas a&m and came in but then you know you start there from the beginning now it'd be like everybody's just coming from somewhere else like all the other schools like the smaller schools are just like kind of like feeder schools yeah and that's what i said earlier i feel like he got a tra- that's the transition he making like versus you know i got a guy that i'm gonna have him four years you know five years where it's like it's not many people transferring you know so now it's like i gotta implement all of this into these guys and let them know how we do it. And they got to pick up on our process in eight months versus, you know, a year or two year span or whatever you usually get to have a guy that's a junior that's ready, you know, mentally ready. That's how he usually have people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's part of the adjustment I was saying like he had to make. So. Yeah. But you played for one of the best too. And Jimbo, I mean, look, we're talking to Texas A&M and Alabama. We might make fun of Jimbo because he's Texas A&M's coach, but really he's one of the great coaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, all these coaches know each other. So, I mean, they <clears throat> when a guy looks at transferring, especially at a young age and hadn't played yet, I mean, that's to me, that's a red flag already. Right. I mean, a guy guy that's not willing to, to come in and try to compete and see it through. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing. If you've been there for three years, you're not playing, uh, and, and you don't have much of a future at that school, I mean, that's that's one thing. But, but a guy who comes in, has been there a year, and just – up and tries to leave man i don't know if that's the kind of guy you want because right. you know he's not he's not in there for the long run he's in there for himself for the right. most part so again do you want that guy on your team not at alabama right or at least not the alabama that coach saban wants right yeah which has been a great alabama uh do you think that uh that nick Saban's going to be out of the game soon do you get that vibe at all? No. I, and I'm going to tell you why I say that. Like, uh, listen to the next round, guys. You know, LT was talking about he thought that maybe this is Nick Saban's last year. No, no. You know, I'm trying to jog and mind my business, and I hear that, and I'm like, what is he talking about, LT? But you know what? I mean, he just said it was just like he just kind of felt like maybe because of the NIL and all the other stuff, maybe this is it. I know he can't stay in the NIL, and I don't think any coach really likes the NIL unless you just have endless funds. Uh I mean, I know I actually asked him that about a year ago. And, uh, I mean, his comment was, as long as I'm not bringing the university down, as long as I'm not, you know, deteriorating this program, I'm sticking around. Oh, I hope so. And so, I mean, there's obviously that, that has not been evident in how Alabama's played in the last few years. We've been still at the top of the game. Game. We haven't won, you know, year after year, but the game's changed. It's harder to win national championships. Uh, but, I mean, we're still Alabama. Still got Coach Saban. As long as he's there, we're all right. You know? all right. Yeah, I agree. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. I hope not. I, I, hope I not. say that within the next two, three years. Right. I mean, he is getting old, you know. Well, we all are. I mean, really. But, yeah. you know, just hope that 
he just seems like seeing angry Saban back on the sidelines seems like, well, maybe he's back for, you know, maybe he's got another three or four That's years. That's what kind of guy he is. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't see him riding off into the sunset right now, like on some, just everything he's staring for what he preached, you know, like, yeah. I don't see him leaving right now because of uh, NIL. It's another challenge for him. And, like, that's just the way he wired. So I know right now he probably, like, more into it than he's been in, a, in the past five, six years. What the hell is he going to do if he quits coaching? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless he's the SEC commissioner or something like that, I mean, he's they not going to be satisfied with being the game day host right. the Pat McAfee. <laughs> they don't he's on Pat McAfee. I saw him on oh, that today. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to be satisfied with just a game – replacing Rick Lee Corso and, and then doing Pat McAfee's right. parts. That, that's not Coach Saban. He got to be competing. He's a he's a showman on accident, but he's a competitor. That's what he is. Yeah. By nature. So yeah. that's why I say he, he going to go on another run. I say he got another three in him, three titles in him. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm for real. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, hey, I'll take that. Three, a three-piece in him. Let me remind you guys that the show's brought to you by MyBookie. Use the code next round and um, you know be part of what's going on right now. Uh, MyBookie.ag and look, you can go out there and make your picks. Uh, I was one and two last week, Jake. So I mean, I'm still three and eleven, but I'm starting to pick up some steam now. And if I go to MyBookie, <clears throat> I might. I still need LT to help me out with Lance's yeah, locks. <laughs> Doing a lot of stuttering over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also heard Manscape. Yeah, that's a that's a new sponsor. See Ryan over there, beard's looking a little shaggy. Yeah. It's obviously they were sending us some Manscape. <laughs> I can't wait to see what that is. I think y'all got y'all. <laughs> Hook our boy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take care of you first, Ryan. Um. All right, let's talk Texas A&M and, and, and Alabama. Uh, this has kind of become a battle where it's – it feels like it's their defensive line against our offense. Is that is that kind of how you guys see it? Yeah. Man, I watched the first half of that Arkansas A&M game last week, and, uh, man, A&M mixes up a lot when they come, and they're coming. And, uh, I mean, I feel like they're going to play the K.J. Jefferson the same way they're going to play uh, Jalen Milrow and – Mix it up, kind of confuse him as much as possible. And when they come, man, they're not going to give him much time. So he's got to know where he's going with the ball, understand his answers, get it out to, to whoever's hot when he needs to, when we can't block him, and uh, use his legs. Because if they come and they don't get him, man, they're in trouble. Yeah. Is that what you see too? Same way. I feel like every game for me is that way. It's about the front. You know, mm -hmm. you know, our front seven versus they, they old line. But in this game in particular, because like Jake said, they dialed up a little bit over there. They're a well-coached group, and they're going to come out on fire. You know, this day, everybody want to beat Bama. So they're going to come out with a, a whole other different yeah. like, energy than they had last week. So we want the – Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. And then we got uh, my guy over there, Nye Smith, you know, Mo Smith, little brother. He got that bad look. <laughs> let's hear, let's hear about yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his Tell comment. us about this. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. He said we're slipping. I love him. I love him now. It's like a little brother. We're going to beat that zero off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm not going to say it, but and then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Awesome kid. Whole That's family, what I was saying, Mo, man. I love Mo. I was like, Come on, but come on, got, nice. I know he got a little extra fire this week for him, so we're gonna beat that. We're gonna beat that zero. <laughs> come on back home. <laughs> yeah, we love him though. Yeah, we'll beat that ass. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to match up with Alabama secondary. They won't even throw Kool Aid's way. I mean, he's like he's not even out there because he's he's kind of like Dion. I mean, like when Dion played, nobody ever threw that direction. Is Kool Aid that good? I don't know if he Dion good, but he he he, he definitely locked down a corner. You know, he say he racing the side of the field, so he, he elite. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think he's elite. Yeah, throwing out Dion comparisons a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that's a little, that's a high ceiling. Well, that's not best one ever, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he's. I mean, as far as Alabama elites, he's he in that there. group. He up there. I mean, and, and I like three too. Yeah, I like three. Three ain't no baloney yeah. sandwich, now. Three yeah. can play some ball. And it's making him better because they just think they can attack him. Mm -hmm. And it's not working too well. It can play. 
no, and those safeties are pretty they're pretty aggressive. They've been making plays too. Made it really tough on uh on Will Rogers. So again, like I, I've been I, I'm very complimentary of Will Rogers. I think he's again one of the best in the SEC. Uh, man, to make him look the way he did last week, that secondary strong. How about my boy? Uh, Braswell. Yeah, Chris Braswell. Yeah. He texts you right away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he saw Braswell, and he, he picked it up. This defense has a lot of unsung heroes like Chris Braswell. You, really man. good players. Like I said, I feel like this is a team in the, that you don't want to see late in the year. Like, they're going to keep getting better. They're going to keep gritting out wins. Like, it's not one of those Bama teams where everybody telling them you this, you that. You know, coming off a win, like, they, they feeling it right yeah. now. You know what I mean? So, I'm liking the way they responded. So, I, like I said, I definitely think this team will have a bunch of guys along the way that's going to keep getting better and popping up. Yeah. But he my guy right now. 41. That's my guy. That was a great interception return for a touchdown. I feel like that is if the offense just plays smart, this defense is going to make plays. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> I agree. What, there's going to be some big plays. Texas a going to make plays. I mean – Max Johnson, like I said, he, he's very experienced. He knows where to go with the ball. Very comfortable in this offense, obviously, from what he showed against Auburn, Arkansas. Uh, just got to minimize those, make the windows as small as possible. And when we pressure him, we got to get after him and make sure we get him down before he gets the ball off. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And 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 the special teams have been great too. Oh yeah. I mean, think about it. You got a field goal kicker that could go in the NFL and kick like that and make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And then the punting's been great, too. And field position, when you have a team that relies on defense, is a big part of it. I agree. I still, but yeah, I said all that. You said, yeah, that's a good idea. I was like, all right. I'm honestly thinking that my beer's low. I was just thinking, I was like, you know, like not, not really ignoring you. I was just thinking, like, I gotta get, I gotta get you talking. I was just gonna roll the ball out and you know, like let you guys do your thing and slide back to the kangaroo real quick. But I, I, I agree. I mean, I agree. Yeah, like. I feel like two most good teams, like we always say, you play that. You want to play that perfect game. Oh, yeah. It's like having all three phases play. So I feel like we're really that close. We're playing like solid on defense. We're playing solid special teams, and like the offense coming along. So I do feel like we're going to be all right down the road. Like this could be a scary team to play down the stretch. Well, we look ten times better than we did week one, week two, week yeah, three. Exactly. I mean, it ain't even close. Exactly. Uh, so. But when we got to bow up and make plays. And, and really be physical. Uh, I mean, last week, controlled the line of scrimmage for the most part offensively. Defensively, saw a few gash run plays uh, that you wouldn't see in 2016. Uh, right. But we're getting there. We're getting there. And putting more pressure on the quarterback. But also playing a lot of a lot of man coverage, really putting our DBs in a, in a spot where they can't screw up. Uh, so – when you do that, leave some opportunities open for the offense and for some big plays. And, uh, again, pressure on the quarterback, getting to Max Johnson, that's going to be the most important key of the game. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think, too, don't fall behind. You know, don't, don't fall behind early and then put yourself in a spot where you're you're trying to catch up. You know, if, if you can keep it close early, the defense – for I, their defense is good, too, but I think Alabama's defense is going to eventually be better. Oh, God. I said, hopefully we can start too, like we say with, a, with quarterbacks like this and playing a lot of that man. We can start getting home before, you know, seeing those guys start meshing well. As like you mm-hmm. see, like Braswell, Matrimore, you know, Dallas Turner start to turn it on those inside guys. So here's here <clears throat> what I want at the end of maybe next week or the week after. You know, if if you locked the 2016 our team 2015 team in a phone booth with this year's team. I know we'd walk out and they'd be beaten, battered, <laughs> all jacked up. Oh, I want, no. I want to have that. I want to have that feeling next week or the week after that. Be like, ooh, man, we, we might possibly get our ass whipped. You yeah, know, that's yeah, how I yeah, want to feel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a pride thing. That's the yeah. standard. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And they're getting there. They are getting there. But week one, I was like, oh shit, we'd beat the hell out of them. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't but, but you know what? You can tell that Nick Saban and it's not about is getting to these guys. No, that's right. But it's not about again. 
if we lose a game, it, it doesn't bother me if we lose a game. It's how we lose a game. Right. That's yeah, that's how I me. feel too. Yeah. Right. About if, everything. If the other team leaves, if Ole Miss game, had they ended up somehow beating us? I mean, we wore them out on defense or their offense. We wore their offense out, you know, made some plays on offense. But we, we physically pretty much dominated that game. That's what I want to see week in and week out. You know, the yeah. team that has got that pride that stands up, beats the shit out of whoever's in front of them. Make that's them what beach. I want to see. Yeah. Make them, make them quit. Make them I mean, that's what beach. Alabama kind of yeah, was, exactly. was, was, was known for. I, I felt like the last three quarters of this team have been impressive. Like, right. these guys have been playing physical football. Oh, yeah. You know, like the, the, the quarterback play's gotten a lot better, playing smart. The running backs are tough. The offensive line could – be a lot better pass blocking, but run blocking. No, they are moving the ball. They're opening up holes. Mm-hmm. The, the running backs are getting better at waiting on the holes and, and running through them. Well, Jalen Milrow to me is the one that, I mean, I think he is pretty damn talented. I mean, it, last week, some of the stuff he was doing, and I, I'm not I'm not going to Bryce Young links here, and I know I said this earlier this week. It's like me talking about Dion. you know, yeah. over there. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean the guy was accurate. He was throwing the ball. He was he was making he was moving in the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield, bringing those backers up, throwing over their heads. I mean, doing everything he needed to do as a quarterback to be as efficient as possible. And I was impressed. I, I think if he plays the way he did last week, we're gonna be really, really hard to beat. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Hey, don't forget the show's brought to you by Lance's Lock as you make your picks. Lance, uh Best in the business at helping with the picks. He's killing it in the NFL and college football. Lanceslock.com. And I and I know, Jake, you're looking at me. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> but this is this is the first true full week, though, where I haven't had baseball. So I've had a little bit more time to, you know, to study these lines, yeah, yeah, watch okay. these games. So <laughs> okay. uh, Saturday's like nothing better, though, than having all the TVs up watching all the oh, games, man. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Yeah, uh, since you have been, I had my my daughter play on the slide, the yeah, water slide that. outside, and you know had the outdoor TV set up. Model Saturday afternoon, right there. Yeah, all my games were covering, as you know, right. You were, I got some you were doing well. You were doing well. Does anybody need one? Here, give me that right there. You just keep talking, Jake. I... Yeah, I'll take a light one if you got it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the time out the show. I mean, we, just did, we just did 30 hard minutes of talk. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we, you know, we, we're not done yet. But That's right. It's the halftime show. Right? Or not the light one. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll give you half. That'll work. Yeah, that'll work. And then that'll I'll work. throw one of those. I've got a seltzer in there for you. I, I got, I'm gonna have put to put some duct tape over I'm, that one. I'm gonna have to stock. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stock some of those. The, the light ones go fast, though. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you yeah. know how that is. Um, all right. So besides Alabama and Texas A&M, and I guess at the end of it, we'll kind of go back and give our picks on the game or whatever. But what are some of the other games that you guys are looking forward to this week? Oklahoma, Texas. I'm liking Oklahoma. Six and a half point dog makes no sense. I would never pick. Uh, Oklahoma is a six and a half point dog, and that's why I'm taking them this weekend. So crazy to think that way. No, no, but that's the Vegas way, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pick how every think about how Mick Gillespie would pick a game and go the opposite, pick the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Not arguing, I'm gonna try that shit this week. I'm not even barking. No, no, give me your picks. I'm gonna do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But don't change. Because I was, I would take Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now, Ryan, I would take Texas. (laughs) I just would. Okay. Uh, What what do you think, though? You're just gonna go against me. (laughs) That's the key. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't. It hasn't. It wasn't as bad last week as it's been. I got a little closer to being back on track again. I'll say this too: Georgia, fourteen and a half point dog. The world's on Kentucky. I'm taking Georgia. Uh oh, Georgia. You know I hate taking a favorite by that much, but when it's, I mean, that crazy. Who who would think Georgia was going to win by fourteen and a half points? Well, I got some bad news. I do. 
<laughs> and I'm like, taking all Georgia uh, all day on that I, game. I, and I Sorry. think it's a game too that Kirby gonna have them ready to play with all the Kentucky talk. I, I, they gonna come in that game up, oh. but <laughs> I don't know. The vines in a blender. I don't know. <laughs> but, but Jay, I'm gonna say this too. They got one player. I watched them when they got in the clutch <laughs> against the. They went to 19 every time. That's what I was. Like, I was like, they didn't I mean, double how, them or nothing. So yeah. like, how did? Of all the guys, you—that's the one guy you don't let catch the ball. Yeah, I don't Brock care Bauer. what you have to yeah. do. And I, I think Kentucky gonna come in on that. So if they may not, you know, I, 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 they may not cover that fourteen. I mean, if Auburn's if Georgia's gonna beat me, Brock Bowers, I, you can beat me with somebody else. You're not gonna beat me with that guy. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it was. Like he was wide open. Every, like no prank it, nothing. it was like. It, <laughs> You guys won't remember, but it was like watching Freddie throw at the Dennis Riddle in that Iron Bowl in 96. Like every single play at that game-winning drive, back, Dennis Riddle out of the backfield. Oh, yeah. They just wouldn't cover it, and he well, kept going to it, and we won. Well, again, like I told you Monday, when I saw uh, Peyton Thorne break that 70-yard run, and he's looking over his shoulder, not a man around him, he steps out of bounds. I was like, oh, there are these <laughs> soft-ass booger ball right here. But, what? Uh, come on now. These guys don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I just look at it like um, they, they got the scare by Auburn. They could have lost that football game. They're going to be a lot more motivated and feel – plus it's at home. And then the other thing is, like, I know Kentucky's off to a good start, but they've had good starts before. Yeah, yeah. They, and then the, the minute that you start believing in them – they, all, they let you down. What they say, Mick? My granddad said, I have a patch on your ass. You're shitting in my hand. <laughs> I slapped you across your neck. <laughs> no, I'm going to use that a few like, times this week. You know, you know, <laughs> a wise granddad. You know, uh, Mark Stoops, he was the D.C. at Florida State when I was there. <laughs> He's a great coach. Uh, good coach. He was awesome. And uh, so I, I used to run scout team when I was a freshman at Florida State. And he used to give me so much shit. I mean, I so we had these cards. Every time you had to look at this card, and they had the receiver you'd circle. You know, they'd circle the receiver you need to throw to. You know, so that you know they'd see the look. They know where the ball's going. Well, sometimes I'd I'd get back there, I'd catch a snap, and I'd throw it to somebody else, and you know, get a first down or a touchdown or something like that. And he'd lose his mind. He's like, he's like. Matter who do you think you are, Johnny F and Unitas? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That's my dad. He would be the player. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, oh, yeah. He'd come up with all kinds of Joe <laughs> Namath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flat tops. <laughs> uh, I mean, a great dude. Yeah. Great guy. Hard nosed cat. Oh yeah. I mean. Hard nosed, but could joke around with his player. He yeah. kept that. You know the best coaches who balance that. They can just get on your ass and you respect the hell out of them, mm-hmm. but then joke around with you. That's Mark Stoops. He's right. he's yeah. the man. He's great. I wonder if they could do this. I mean, I wonder if could, could Kentucky they really go in it. there and beat them. I mean, the, they, and they're short Yeah. I don't know. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. They could do it. I think they could do it. But it'd be a one in a hundred games. I mean, yeah, right. It'd have to go everything. With, they'd have to have the same officials Tennessee yeah. had when Alabama was there. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then it could, then it could happen. Take a lot more flags. And then yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of seventeen, <laughs> thirty flags. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one too. Um, how about? Your guy, LSU, got, Missouri. I want to know your thoughts on that. I like okay, Missouri. Well, I was, yeah. See, I don't. I, oh. I'm not even giving. I'm not. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. All right. I was gonna say uh, Ole Miss and Arkansas, but I would take LSU. What's the spread though? Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'd take LSU. They're not gonna lose back to back weeks. Okay. So, I, I mean. I know Missouri's had a Cinderella story. (laughs) No chance. Can you imagine what what life would be like in Baton Rouge if they lost to Missouri? I want to see. Yeah. (laughs) I like Missouri. I like Missouri. I like Missouri. I have no respect for LSU or that coach. I just don't. I just don't have. I just don't trust. I don't like them. 
I don't think they're gonna win. It'll be one I'll be watching. No. Oh yeah, I think that's an early kickoff game. Yeah, I too. love all of them, and I mean, you guys walk right by the football so, spot. So, yeah. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Who are you taking? Uh, this was a tough one. This is a really tough one, but I'm going with uh, Old Miss. That line, I think, is 11 and a half, 10 and a half. Because I, th- I think if if Lane has the opportunity to win this game and, and beat that line, I think he'll try to do it. Yeah. I think he will. And honestly, I, I was shocked that they played that well against LSU. They had over 700 yards. And can against Alabama, yeah, they can. I think you, I think what happened, guys, is that you're looking at that Alabama defense and you're saying, hey, how come they only got one running touchdown with their quarterback against Alabama? And then they got, you know, 700 yards against LSU. Because Alabama's secondary, I think, is that good. No, I think no. you're going to look back on the secondary and be like, man, yeah. this was the year Alabama had that secondary where all these guys are in the NFL and they're great players. And you're like, man, they were really good. Yeah. I, I feel like it's yeah. more of a coaching thing, though, like, Lane usually do that. Like he'll go beat somebody, and then the next week he's a letdown guy. <laughs> You're right. You're so, exactly right. So that's that's more so what I'm on. Like just historically, how he do, you know. So he celebrated that win a little oh, bit too much. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he it's nice team. We just did this last week. How can he get that team to respond? That's yeah. more so what I'm on. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm looking for like you know a a, a drop off, and they play this week. And I don't like them to lose though, but I don't think they cover. They just that's what I think the same exact way, but with that line. I mean, Arkansas they've lost a bunch of close games now. They got beat by AM by I think 14 points last week or whatever it was, but it wasn't a blowout, mm-hmm. you know. Arkansas is pretty good, they hadn't won an SEC game yet, it's about that time. Mm-hmm. And Ole Miss coming off a big win, but isn't it an, it's an Ole Miss? And, and that look, they got great crowd there. and it's a tough place for to play. They got they got playmakers all over the field. They got the better quarterback. Now, you know, Jefferson's all right too, but I mean, they're Jackson Dart's a good quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. He's it's good. all about pressure in the quarterback. If you like last week LSU never got enough pressure on him to cause him to make a mistake and then he once he got in a rhythm, they couldn't stop him. Oh, yeah. No, it's affecting the quarterback 100%. Yeah, when I mean, I mean he he, comes down he was getting tires being Dallas in his face the whole game. Yeah. And then if it wasn't him, it was somebody else. Like yeah. he just never got comfortable back there. He never got a chance to get his feet set. And then against LSU, like they never, they didn't do anything on defense. They, there was no pass rush. I, I agree, but KJ Jefferson has not had that game yet where he's had the comfort of saying, "Oh man, I got time. I can yeah. finally throw the ball." And that may be it too. You know, I mean, LSU. He was able to make some plays. LSU's not that good on defense. Uh, hell, they almost beat him. You know, I mean, if he's got some time and and then given that ability to to make a few runs and and has time to throw the ball, Arkansas can be dangerous. It's just can you make him comfortable? Yeah. Uh, what any other games? What about Notre Dame and Louisville? Well, I'm going to tell you this: uh, Sam Hartman's a classy guy. And I love seeing him. Sixteen was awesome. I, I love seeing him go check on uh, Leonard after he got hurt after the Duke game. Did you see? Did you see that he no, ran I over didn't. to the tent and waited on him to come out of the tent after the game that. and on the you know on the crutches. And he's a pirate. My son's a pirate. You know the Fairhope Pirate. I, and, and and Leonard's had a great season too. Yeah. I mean, Duke, this is the one of the best, truly best teams Duke's had since Steve Spurrier was coaching them a long time ago. I mean, this is a legitimately good football team. And I don't think I think Duke would have beat them if he hadn't gotten hurt. But I just thought that was awesome. Is he is he uh, out for the season or what's going on? I don't I don't know if he's out for the season. Man, Leonard, I love that guy. He can play. I mean, oh yeah. Did you see that interview with uh McAfee? He's talking about, you know, all his all his teammates put their body on the line. So why would I not? Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of guy I want, you know, leading my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just he seems like just a humble guy. Yeah. You know, that's he's just one of the boys enjoys playing, and he's just there to play football. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of guy you want. That's what kind of quarterback you're going to get out of South Alabama over here. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. He's the L.A. quarterback. Jody, I, blue collar hard. Yeah, yeah. He'll drop that bucket beam on you. <laughs> Jake can run you over now. Yeah. You know, I'm the same way. You're the quarterback running that ball like Bill Dotree. You all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got a shot, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I I think about that like every time we're doing the show, you know. Like now I, I've gone back over like some of your guys' games in my head, you know, because it's been it's been a minute, you know. And then, but like what the Tennessee game was one of my favorite games ever. My best friend from home, we went. That was the first time we ever went to a game together. I did sit stand in line to try to get a little bit of Diet Coke for my bourbon through the whole Derrick Henry third quarter. <laughs> but that was a great game, and that was a game where he ran over somebody, you know. Take saying them, he ran a dude over too. Yeah, and, uh, and the defense went crazy like that. He did. It was like a turning point. Like, I don't know what a game, but like I just know the energy after that happened. I remember like John, John. Eddie, we're like running over there. I was like, that motherfucker crazy. I'm so they just fed off of yeah, it. So yeah. It was one of them moments like, all right, we we got a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, got a so shot fun. with this dude. <laughs> he jumped up going crazy. His face was red. I thought he was gonna pass out. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, yeah so. To me, it's like, you know, when you Again, you could have, I could have broke every, every bone in my body. I was, if I could have played, I would have played because I loved y'all. I loved Alabama. It was, yeah. I mean, it was the coolest thing to be able to play for Alabama for a bunch of guys you love playing with. I mean, it was, again, if it, I wish everybody could live something like I lived, being able to do that. It was so much fun. Yeah. And, uh, there's not a day goes by that at some point it doesn't cross my mind how much fun that was. And, Again, it was a lot of my college career was not that fun. I mean, I you know a lot of it was backup time and and you know a, a lot of times where I had to talk myself into, man, we gotta you know keep working, keep working, right. you're gonna get there. But man, to finally get that year where you're playing with a bunch of dudes that love playing and love each other, and and everybody's just putting everything out on the line that you know you don't care about your body, man. That's the that is the best team you can be on and you guys won the championship yeah. oh, i mean for the rest of your life you're a champion yeah yeah i mean look i'm i'm not i, I wasn't the most talented quarterback at all I, I we had i mean guys like ryan guys like Derek. i mean all world players and it was just cool that everybody was so unselfish i mean that's what made that that team so much fun but i mean how cool is it being a champion it was awesome, like you say. It, it was. I feel like it's so. It was more so the way we did it that year. Like, yeah, yeah. That group the, the together. That was like my. That was my like the. That was the one for me too. Like that's the team. Like that's the one I'm gonna tell my kids about. And yeah. their kids. Like literally, nobody gave a shit about who was making the play. Right. That was. I mean, you wanted to make the play, but if if the next guy made the play, man, it was. Uh, you know, you, it was like you scored a touchdown if Derek scored a touchdown or Darius scored a touchdown mm-hmm. or Calvin. I mean, whoever made the sack, everybody was, you know, excited. Now, they might get in a fight over who's better on the plane right back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've heard about this. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling you, that team right there with Jake that year with Coke, I'm telling you, I, I was Jake Coke. I'm still I'm a Jake Coke fan. Yeah, yeah. I ain't played with too many guys like that. But Coke had a parody account. I followed it till it till it was. That's <laughs> how much I loved it, man. Yeah. I just had watching, man. I I just like scrolling to see it every now and then. Coke and ball. Oh my god! I'm in Grumman in the Grand Canyon. I just seen a Wilson over Coke. Coke, 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 <laughs> we can read off you the tweets. You would laugh. I gotta see this. Oh my god! Well, this guy—I don't know who he is. I'd love to meet him. Let's have him on the podcast. Because the shit that he came up with—I yeah. mean, it was this he guy was is obviously intelligent. Like there was some some depth to these jokes, and it was hilarious. Oh, uh, you know the 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 thing I got to ask you, and then I'm gonna we're gonna. <laughs> But before we get off the show, we were gonna, I want to ask. I'm going to ask him the same question I asked you last last time. But um, uh, Max Johnson, they they told him not to take a lot of contact. They're afraid that they if if he got hurt, they don't have somebody with experience behind him. A quarterback like you, how, how would you deal with that? If they said, "Hey, we don't want you taking contact," I don't know. It'd be tough. Uh, I mean, I think you play a game a certain way and. Uh, when you're in the middle of the moment, 
I mean, how do you make that decision? Uh, I, I will say this. I had, I had one moment in the uh, Iron Bowl where I thought about that because I separated my shoulder against LSU and I was getting shot up before every game. And I was like, man, I got to take it easy on this right shoulder. And there was a play against Auburn where I ran for like five or six yards. Somebody had me wrapped up, kind of tied up. And then another guy came in and hit me and I just kind of went down. And I heard that Auburn crowd go, ooh. And I was like, these sons of bitches. I was like, that guy didn't even hit me. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was like, it's shit. You know, I was pissed. And, uh, and from then on, uh, oh, yeah. And from then on, I was like, I was like I'm done with this shit. We're, I mean, I'm no trying to run this. the train on these. Yeah, guys. Well, yeah. I'm you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so from then on, it was like, it was like, please, please hit me. Try to hit me. Yeah. It was like, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's real it's Yeah, he fed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the only time I ever did that. And when I did hear that, it pissed me off so bad. That was so, <laughs> they thought that, thanks, Auburn. Yeah, thanks, Auburn. <laughs> Bunch of bugs. I, I'm telling you right now, if, if Auburn wasn't a heckled uh, – <laughs> Wendell Hudson told me this: if if they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have heckled Mal so much, we wouldn't have Nick Saban. <laughs> it was all their shit talk. That's right. <laughs> he, you know, he's walking out of the stadium, and they're just giving it to him. You know, yeah. part of oh, this yeah. whole thing. You know, and hey, that, yeah, well, yeah. it's before the thumb, hey. but yeah, it was, it was in that neighborhood. Yeah. You know? Hey, that redheaded stepchild. They keep running their mouth. They're gonna get a spanking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> always see him looming around too i I saw him play that game against georgia on saturday and i thought this is good because they'll be overconfident when alabama comes in there and beats him at the end of the season well the problem jordan Hare. i mean there's there's a uh i don't know i've watched you know iron bowls all my life and you watch those games and whenever they play in jordan Hare, it's like uh i mean it's the luckiest team they're the luckiest team in that stadium it's crazy. And uh, I remember when we were playing, remember uh, in 2015, uh, Jason, Smith. Jason Smith, Yes, he knocks that ball up and catches it. And I remember sitting next to Kenyon and me and him looking at each other like, only only in Auburn. Yeah. I mean, right. it was like, I mean, these there, there's something that goes on in that stadium. I yeah, don't know what it crazy. is, but they, they become the luckiest team during Iron Bowl week right. every year. In that stadium. That's yeah. That New Orleans voodoo on that field. Man. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. It really is crazy. It's kind of like uh, there was a voodoo. I, know, I remember, what, late late 2000s, early 20-teens, Sugar Bowl was kind of the We felt the same way about yeah. the Sugar Bowl. It's oh. like just weird stuff happens yeah. in the Superdome for Alabama. I know. That's changed late, lately. Thank you know? God. I was down there when uh, we lost to Utah. And they were all nice until they beat us, and then they were just talking <laughs> all funny how that works. Yeah, that? I was like, man, I got to get out of here. These, they were nice on you know the other day. Like, hey, good to see you guys. You know, <laughs> I want you to take it easy. On. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take it easy on yeah. them. Right. <laughs> Barron's claim to fame was scooping up one of those kicks and running with it. You know, <laughs> I think I want to say Mike. Mike got hurt. I think that Smith got suspended. And then Mike got hurt, and then it was like nobody on that side of the offensive line they had after that point. You know, that, yeah. this is going back a ways. But I, th- I think that's what happened. And then after that, we just couldn't block them. Well, know? I don't care what anybody says. I mean, when you're at Alabama, you, you're there to win national championships. If you don't make it to a national championship, especially in that era, right when, uh, you know, we were kind of getting in that groove. I mean, again, we, I guess my last three years of, college football we always had a chance to win a national championship but prior to that i mean if you weren't playing for a national championship it was kind of tough to to get excited and inspired for a game because yeah. i mean you know you weren't one of those top four teams yeah top two top four i know we went to the playoff in 2013 when we played ohio state but uh i mean it's tough when you when you know you're not one of the best teams to to get Absolutely, a hundred percent laser focus for a game, right? Uh, and I don't care what anybody says. You can try as hard as you want to, but yeah. but when you're not playing the best and you think you're the best, it's tough. Yeah, 
And then being in Alabama, like you get kind of you get used to that. So you definitely spoil. So like when that shit don't happen, like you ain't like, man. Yeah, what I'm supposed to do right now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. Take a walk around a quad SEC championship in play. Man, I, I, I was you just, yeah, you walk around a quad with your head, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. leg. Hey, like, oh, God. The, the thing is, is and you guys are, I'm not gonna say you're too young to remember this, but you might be. I, I remember when we weren't very good and we thought we were winning the championship every damn year. Andrew Bone was telling me about this the other day when Shula was coaching and we would win like four or five games. We came into the season, he's like, you know, I thought we were going to win every game. Since I got to Alabama, that's just the mentality that Alabama has, is that you're there to win a national championship. Oh, yeah. It wasn't until Saban got there that it actually happened like that. You know? yeah. But we thought, like, hey, this is our year. And then, you know, you're in the Shreveport Bowl. You know, you're down the <laughs> I went to the Shreveport Bowl three times in my life. Uh, yeah, all three of them that I that I was around for, you know. Yeah. Better than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a good time all three times. <laughs> got a casino down there. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Vanderbilt and Army. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Army's down there yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's just the mentality of Alabama. But Saban has – what he's been able to do really is amazing. I, I would love to see him go out on top, you know. I would too. I, I, you know, again, I, I and Ryan will say the same. Coach Saban may get on people's asses, but there's like a there is a soft, funny side to him that yeah. is so endearing that you know if you play hard for the guy and and you earn his respect, it's uh, there's something about him that that can't really be explained unless you play for him. Uh, he's kind of like that that grandfather who kind of gets pissed if you you know. Don't cut his lawn the right way, but he still loves you. Yeah, <laughs> I had one like that. Yeah, no, it was it was, uh, it was how I cleaned the lawnmower it had to be done a certain way too. Oh yeah, but you yeah. do anything for him. Yeah, yeah. Love him to death. That's, yeah. that's Coach Saban. Yeah. And so, you know, you just hope. I think all former players just hope that he ends it the right way, and and hopefully that's a lot of years from now or a lot. Oh yeah, I hope a lot he doesn't go anywhere. But God, that would be terrible. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's talk uh, scores of this game. What, what, what do you guys think? Alabama, 27-24, 31-28, something like that. Okay, so they're going to cover. Yeah. What's the, okay. what's the line? Now it's one. Oh, yeah, we're going to cover. Oh, <laughs> why it was that? two and a half. And they by the way, I haven't heard anything, but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of rumors going around that Jalen's not playing. If Jalen plays, we cover. We covered this weekend. But yeah, that's be, probably what Vegas dropped it for the end. They know something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if he doesn't play, I'm out. But if he plays, I think we cover. Yeah, thirty-five to seventeen. If if Jalen plays, either way, either way, I like we're going, going on defense again, and we just keep building like that. Thirty-five seventeen. And I, I hope that look, <laughs> Brian. If you run the ball, if you all you got to do is throw it ten times. 12 times and you just run for the rest of the time. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen. I've been paying close attention to this Vegas thing. <laughs> That's the reporter in me. So, I haven't heard a word. So I, 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 well, I mean, I had Kenny White on one of my other shows from Vegas, and they think that Milrow is not playing. But I, I don't. I never. I, I haven't saw, heard. I that. saw him roll out of bounds, kind of weird at the Mississippi State game. Kind of like one of those separated shoulder type deals. That's what it looked like to me. Uh, and I thought he was hurt, but he came back in and played. So he finished the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Problem with with Jalen though is a lot of his, uh, you know, a lot of his productivity comes from running the ball and uh, running the ball after one week of, you know, after having a separated shoulder the week before and getting shot up. Uh, you know, you don't feel much, but you can still feel that grind in your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened to me against LSU. We played Mississippi State the week after. I mean, I was winging the ball out there, even though I couldn't feel much. It was a weird, it was a weird feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And you could only kind of, you couldn't throw it with touch. You kind of winged it out there with with your elbow, if that makes any sense. Right. But, uh, you definitely aren't playing the way that you usually play, and especially the way he runs the ball, the way he is so effective running the ball. It's going to be tough taking shots 
the way he's going to have to to move the ball down the field. So if he does have that separated shoulder, we'll see. I know there was an epidemic. AJ had it. Blake had it. I had it. Everybody had Looked it. Looked like Bryce had it a little bit last year. Too. Yeah, he had it too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I like fifteen too, though. So this team playing defense, I like he confident. I like that kid. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Shit, he gonna have to play. He gotta play. You gotta be ready to he go. Gotta be ready, and I like his confidence too. Yeah. I think if he's if if you're just sitting in the pocket making reads and throwing the ball, I love fifteen. Problem is, is if we can't keep a clean pocket and we can't run the ball, trouble. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. tough. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's about it for the show, man. It was fun. That hour went by fast. Enjoyed it as always. That's been an hour. That's been an hour. Do you guys want to go? You want me to ask you one more topic? You want me to ask? No, let's go ahead. All right, well, we'll do one, one more. Man, okay. This is, has nothing to, to do with football, Ryan. I asked him last week if he's been following Tupac's killer. Have you Have you watched any of that? No, a lot of people saying it with me. Yeah. <laughs> they found the real dude. They say it was some dude in Orlando. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. So you just been watching. Yeah, yeah. So who were they found a dude that really killed him? Yeah. Well, he was in the he was in the car, and and he's been on doc documentaries. I got into this kick like four or five years ago, where I had to figure out what happened with him and mm-hmm. Tupac. I don't know why. I mean, him and Biggie. I just wanted to know. And um, this guy did a documentary, and he was in the car, and they basically said that his cousin got into a fight with Tupac. Uh, or no, yeah, it got jumped by Tupac's people, right? Should yeah. Knight and those guys after a Tyson fight, and then they they were kind of driving down the strip, and they saw him, and then they basically just followed him and and shot him, and then went and parked in a garage and walked right across in front of him and went back into a casino or something, and they never found him. But na- that guy did the documentary, and then now that I, they use that to arrest him, but. There could be a connection with, and that this is what they're saying. There could be a connection with, uh, with Puffy Combs. Oof. Now, would that be something? That'd be crazy. Wasn't he in the car with him? He or is that? He wasn't in, like Puffy wasn't in a car with him or anything. But I mean, I, it's just so intriguing to me. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about one well, of the greatest one of those... performers in you know of our time. Yeah. I mean, really, no, one of the most successful. Yeah. Yeah. We would still like play his music. It still sounds good, you know. Yeah. Like all these years later, yeah. Timeless music. Was... Yeah, yeah. Timeless, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like the legends, you know, are like that. Like their stuff just really doesn't get old. Yeah. You know? Well, they need to lock his ass up, nigga. They wrote a documentary about it and said he did. They need to lock him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doing all that. It's gonna be interesting to see kind of how it plays out, though. You know, like with the police. I mean, how how come it took so long? Right. Seemed like it took a long time. The guy was on documentaries like four years well, ago. I mean, the technology now a lot crazier too. I mean, back yeah. then, I, you feel it was more like people was getting away with a lot of stuff yeah. like that, you know, mm-hmm. due to the lack of technology. Yeah. And stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, and you're right. I mean, like the days of like getting away with stuff are over. Oh, it's over. <laughs> because I mean, if they want you, they well, find you're, you. Your your film now, everything. You know, for the majority of your lifetime at yep. this point. Yeah, you know, unless you're out in the boondocks, you ain't got a chance. Yeah, but somebody's got a camera on their stuff. <laughs> it might be just you like walking by. <laughs> oh, no. They're gonna get you. <laughs> you know, it's crazy how like the guy, the the the, the serial killing guy in Idaho. You know, like it took them about calling the FBI in, but the FBI came in and they found that guy. Oh yeah, you remember the guy that killed the kids oh, at, yeah. at the college? Uh, my wife is. Uh, yeah, mine too. God. But I mean, like we had to sit there and watch that. But you know what? I was like, there's no chance that the guy's getting away with this. Oh no, not well, these he's, days. He's googling, you know, everything that has to do with murdering someone the way that he murdered them. Uh, you know, but right. I've seen about six documentaries, all of them saying the same shit because my wife just, you know, is obsessed. They with love all it. Of them, so yeah. We watch them and, and you know now I gotta lock the doors and turn the alarm on and make yeah. Sure, yeah right know? yeah right yeah I'm from Baltimore so I do that anyway. <laughs> it's rough you know, out there. It is you know I'm what I'm talking you, about. It's rough out there. Yeah, when I, I got drafted that way. I went down to my age from there. Yeah, you talking about rough? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough down. Yeah. There. <laughs> 
I took a wrong turn. He's like, hey, hey, hey don't park that. I'm as bad when you need a spotter. Yeah. The, truth, the truth is, like I told you, my best friend went to the game with you, you know, your game, the Tennessee game that yeah. year. Yeah. He was in prison for 11 years. See, that was the first time I ever got a chance to go to a football game with him. He's a huge Alabama fan, but where I'm from, a lot of people end up there. You know, right. it's just a different world, you know, being in Baltimore than it is living here uh, shoot, although it's, grew- it's everywhere man like it's not i mean there's there's pockets of that everywhere you know? oh man you yeah. grew up around, you know you grew up around certain behaviors it's hard to escape yeah. that right you know? really smart guy he he looks like jelly roll <laughs> <laughs> every time i see jelly roll i'm like hey at least if i explain what brian's like i was like well jelly roll you know yeah. <laughs> smart guy made bad decisions uh, but you know it's it's one of those things like i do lock the door i'm always like this you know, well, me too. Yeah, I'm paranoid too. Before that show came out, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to hear. I can stop getting all them jokes, the Orlando Anderson jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say do you look like him? That's no, Orlando is his that's my first name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm suspecting this whole thing. So, so people are hitting me on. Oh, so that's what I get. <laughs> oh. oh man, see that was an un- unintended consequence, yeah, but man, I love what just I'm happened. Saying, I've been taking yeah. that man. Yeah, I'm going too pop. That's a man. People have been get, looking at you. Man, says going to send him a few razors. Let him disguise himself. I can clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> clean it up. Oh, the wrong Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're escaping a conviction, call Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Jake. <laughs> For those of you that stayed to the end, look at this, the gem that we just gave you. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh this hard. That was so funny, man. God, that is so funny. Man. All right. Well, this is fun. Let's do it. We got, we, we reconvene on Monday, guys. Yeah, let's do and, it. Uh, we, I'll try to get some lighter beer in here. For <laughs> hey, don't forget the show's brought to you by my bookie and uh, Lance's Lock. We appreciate all of you guys. And uh, this was Elephant in the Room, part of Roll Tide Pods, Disrupt the Media for Ryan Anderson and uh, Jake Coker. I'm Mick Gillespie. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.